Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. If I want to succeed in life, I need to be um, filled up with the Word all the time, every day. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. All this week is our Christmas special week. And um, <laughs> I was thinking about, Gloria, I was thinking about my mother when she was on the earth. Oh, my. She was a Christmas she person. She was a Christmas person. And, and you know what she is now. I mean, they're having the real she, mm. Christmas every day where she and my daddy are. Anyway, and my birthday being, you know, on the 6th of the D. December, and uh, which, by the way, I just passed 80 years old, and I, I'm so excited about being 80. I've been looking forward to being 80. You're so young to be oh, 80. Oh, listen, I'm <laughs> having a time of my life. Anyway, Mother would make sure that the Christmas tree got up yeah. by my birthday. So we had, you know, we, we had... Christmas tree and Christmas for what, 19 more days? <laughs> it was just wonderful. I just couldn't wait. It was just so fabulous, and I still love Christmas. I enjoy it. And Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for sending Jesus. Oh, oh my, 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 my. We are, we, we're just so blessed. We're such a blessed people. And we thank you for this time of year. We thank you when, when we can, can really, really have an opportunity to minister to people during this time of year that we don't even have at other times. Help us, Lord. Anoint us. Anoint our minds. Mm -hmm. And as, as all of this is giving us boldness, as all of this around us is taking place, in the store place, in places where we go, give us boldness to be a witness that Jesus is not a baby anymore and he's alive and he's oh, well and you can Jesus. turn your life over to him. Hallelujah. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got a partner story here that we want you to watch. Pastor Anthony Greco, I, uh, well, I, I'll talk to you about it when, when we get back. Watch this. When we get back, I'll share some more with you. I'm Anthony Greco from Calgary, Alberta. Back in 1982, I gave my life to Christ and I started watching uh, whatever Christian programs were available in our area and there was only a few back then and one of them was Kenneth Copeland. And when I understood the power of confessing God's Word, that radically changed my life my, by changing how I saw myself, how I saw God, how I saw God's Word and His plan for me. My wife and I, who I met on the mission field, we began to do these festivals all over the world, you know, uh, open air, stadium, uh, gospel outreaches, praying for the sick, demonstrating the resurrection of Christ, seeing thousands that come to Jesus. Everything we came into our ministry went straight to missions. And so I realized, you know, we need to start taking a salary. We gotta take care of our own needs. And it was a big step of faith for us. So this is back in, oh, 90, 
94, 95, I think it was. And uh, I said, all right, let's pay each other a salary. Let's, let's get paid $15,000 a year each. And, uh, you know, we have to take care of our own needs. And, and so that's what we decided to do. And that was a big step of faith for us. The very week I decided to do that, I got a, two days later, I got a check in the mail from Kenneth Copeland Ministries Canada for $1,000. Man, I was so excited. I wanted to frame that. I wanted to put it on the wall, but I needed it, you know, for, for missions. And so that, and, and I wasn't on the mailing list. Uh, that was from the Canadian office. Someone had, uh, the director at that time had been in one of our services and uh, we were just so thrilled. And the, the faithful, continuous support from the Copelands into our outreaches means so much because we often take the gospel to places where they, they haven't heard the name Jesus. They haven't had a slew of preachers come. And oftentimes there's maybe one small church. Many times we went, we planted the only church in that region. And so we're so thankful for the generosity of the, uh, of, of the Copelands and for their uh, willingness just to, uh, to sow seeds into this Canadian ministry. When we were pioneering in, in Kazakhstan, that was the first ever open air meeting in the history of Kazakhstan. In one of those meetings, there was a fellow that came, his name was uh, Sergei, who had been a, a drug addict for about 12 years. Sergei came to the meeting and he sat on the front row and when I opened up and I read the first scripture, the gospel is the power of God and the salvation to whoever believes. As soon as I read that, he said something just began to be poured all over him and he was glued to that seat where he was sitting. Uh, my last contact with Sergei, he is working uh, in 15 different penitentiaries all over Kazakhstan, preaching the gospel you know, to those that are in prison. And so a testimony like that, every partner of KCM can say, hey, that's, I got a part in that. I played a part, I gave and I supported. And so that ministry that's going on today, there are 15 churches, the last, our last report, in penitentiaries all over Kazakhstan. And all that because somebody sowed a seed. You know, I mean, that is it's such a great opportunity when the partners of KCM, when they, they give, because the Copelands, they, they sow that seed into ministries all across you know, the world, really, that go into regions and minister the gospel where they themselves may not go. And so wherever I share the gospel, I know that the partners of KCM, they have a part of that reward. Whether I was in Ethiopia a few years ago, Tanzania last year, Tanzania will be next month, or some of these remote regions you know, in, in Asia or in the former Soviet Union, every soul that comes to Christ, every single person whose life is transformed, who experiences Jesus, part of their reward is, goes to those partners of, of, of KCM that, that gave sacrificially, that just sowed and partnered you know, uh, with the ministry. We have a, a church here in Calgary, we started and today we have a, we have a, a thriving congregation. Uh, we just we bought a building. We're in the middle of a $10 million project, uh, program. And uh, every Sunday we are seeing people come to Christ. And that is probably one of the greatest miracles that I've experienced. This, and, and we're so thankful because through this whole journey, we have been supported through uh, Kenneth Copeland Ministries and its partners. And it's meant so much to us, especially we started with faith, with very few people standing with us. But to know that Kenneth and Gloria Copeland were standing with us for the, all these years has meant a lot. You know, partnership is really a togetherness. And I think that's one great thing is when God called Kenneth and Gloria Copeland, and when you partner with that, that calling and that anointing and that provision and that favor that's on them, it's on every partner. And so every partner needs to expect the same blessing, the same favor, the same increase, the same presence of the Holy Spirit upon them because what's on the, the one that was called is on the partners as well. And I think some of the great success that we're having today is because we're standing on the shoulders of the ones that pioneered. 
thank you, Kenneth and Gloria Copeland and the partners for all your, all your generosity. It means a lot. Now there's a term that uh, I'd, I'd, never, I'd never thought of it, never heard of it before, the twice-sown seed. And of course, we've, we've used it for years in all of our, our publications and so forth. But just what does that mean? I was um, reading the story where the little boy brought his lunch. Jesus took the lunch, blessed it, broke it, fed thousands with it. Now notice what happened. The little boy gave his lunch to Jesus. Jesus multiplied it. So now that, that, that lunch has been multiplied once already. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, the little boy's seed put in the hands of Jesus. Then Jesus re-sowed it. He multiplied it and re-sowed it. Now, you remember the, the Scripture talks about uh, his basket. Well, the Greek word for basket there is a, a lunch pail, a, you know, a small child's lunch pail something. But then there were 12 baskets full left over. Now, that's not 12 lunch pails. You remember when they put the apostle Paul in a basket and lowered him down over a wall? Full-grown man in a basket. The same word used for basket in that case, mm-hmm. that where they had uh, the apostle Paul in that basket, is the word basket where there were the 12 baskets full, and that all belonged to that little boy. And I was reading that one day, and, and the Lord said, twice sown seed. And I thought, whoa. And this is exactly what Anthony's talking about, see. He's talking about partners sowing into the ministry, and this ministry tithes. And so we take the top, right, just like we do of everything else, we take the top tithe off of that, and we, we sow it. So what's happening here? A partner, so you sow into the ministry, and then we sow it again. You get it? The twice sown seed. And when you're believing God for that, you're, you, you, the word Jesus Himself, Mark 10, 29, 30, Mark chapter 4, and other places, that guarantee us 30, 60, 100 fold on the giving. Well, what about the second time? Well, of course. Come on. Get stirred up. <laughs> this is Christmas, brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. Begin to expect the unexpected. Begin to expect the impossible to happen right now. Glory to God. In your finances, in the in manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit in your life. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. This is good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Diane Shaw. Watch this. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm Diane Shaw. I'm from Calgary. I work in counseling and psychotherapy now, and uh, I work out of a home office. Um, I started off as a medical doctor in family practice, and I went back uh, to get a master's in counseling degree because I felt that that's where God was using me the most. That's where I felt like I had 
um, a special desire. I'm uh, a Roman Catholic. I was born again um, when I was 14 years old, and uh, that was after listening to a TV program on the Jesus people in California. And uh, I prayed and asked Jesus to come into my heart and was born again. And three years later, through the charismatic renewal in the Catholic Church, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And some 10 years later or so, I guess, it was 1984, I was listening to the TV on a Sunday morning and uh, just caught this um, program with uh, this guy talking that was, uh, in my mind, just another TV evangelist. And I was about to change the channel when I started listening to what he was saying and realized that um, he was not just any TV evangelist, it was Kenneth. And I sensed right away that he was for real, that he had a true anointing of the Holy Spirit on him. If I want to succeed in life, I need to be um, filled up with the Word all the time, every day. And the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcasts are how I start my day every day. And uh, it's what sustains me and it's what, it's what guides me. It's the guiding principle in my life. I remember Kenneth listening to this because I am self-employed. And uh, someone had asked him, should I be tithing on my net or on my gross? And he said, well, he says, I tithe on my gross and God makes sure that I always have enough money for my taxes every year. <laughs> and I had been in a situation for a number of years, especially after going back to school, where I'd been going into debt to pay my taxes every year. And, and uh, you know, another one of, another thing that I have adopted in my life from the Copelands is um, the scripture about not going into debt, about owing no man anything but to love him. And I can say now that I am debt free and continue to stay debt free. And uh, this one year, I needed $5,000 to pay my taxes. And I had heard that um, from Kenneth about, you know, tithing on the gross and having enough money to pay your taxes. So I was believing God for the money to pay my taxes, and it was coming up to the deadline. And the phone rang. And uh, this guy that I didn't know introduced himself. He was a stockbroker. And he says, do you remember um, a patient of yours about 10 years ago as a gift gave you a stock. And I, at first I couldn't remember. And then, oh yeah, this was, got, he was a stockbroker and he'd given me a gift of a stock that was worth $50. And he says, I know this stock's gonna go up, so I, I bought you one. I said, oh, thank you. I had no idea even where it was in, invested, you know, completely forgot about it. 10 years later, this guy calls me, he says, well, I've, I've been managing that uh, stock. He says, I'm just wondering what you want me to do with it. He says, um, do you know how much it's worth now? And I said, no, and he says $5,000, which is exactly how much I needed to pay my taxes. And I even had enough money to pay parking to go down to my accountant to pay the taxes. So that's, that's my testimony about uh, God's faithfulness and, you know, as far as sowing and reaping is concerned. Well, partnership to me means that I know that I always have agreement in prayer. Um, any, whenever I send in my donations, I do it by mail. I don't do it online. I do it the old way because I like to actually go through the process of, you know, putting it in the mailbox and naming my tithe when I put it, naming my offering is, you know, I remember being taught. Um, by this ministry, and so when I do that, uh, you know, they, they always have a place where you can put your prayer requests, 
write your prayer requests on, on your offering and I do that. And they always respond with, you know, we stand in agreement with you for this, whatever it was. Uh, you know, I asked them to pray with me. They individualize and personalize their response. And, and I have had answers to prayer, you know, that, that um, they have agreed with me on. Um, I guess for me, uh, you know, a ministry that I want to share in the blessings of, and, and I know that's another thing I learned from Kenneth, right, is that, uh, you know, when you receive a prophet of God, you receive the prophet's reward. And so I want to be a part of this ministry's reward, um, which I know is great. Now, what's your reaction to that? It could be, man, I wish something like that happened to me. It could be, ain't nothing like that ever happened to me. It could be, that happens to me every day. <laughs> yeah, but Brother Copeland, that never happened to me every day. That's because you hadn't been saying That's it. That's right. See, you don't wait till it happens, then you say it, you start saying mm -hmm. it by faith, and then it happens. That's, That's like going up to the, to the stove and say, stove, you give me some heat, and I'll put in some wood. Go That's sit down. Happen. Go get your coat and sit down, dummy, because it ain't going to happen. Amen. Right? I mean, it, it, that is not going to happen because there's nothing there to make the heat. That's right. Now, what is the difference here? Faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. You don't get what you hope for and then release the faith. No, you release the faith, which comes out in words and corresponding action. Mm -hmm. uh, Brother Copeland now, I just don't understand that. I just don't see what me saying would have anything to do with it. I'm asking a question now to all of you that have not been to medical school. <laughs> um, would you tell me uh, and, and, and give, give me um, a good working uh, definition about how your body knows to start digesting when you start eating. Uh, how, how does your body know to breathe? Uh, explain it to me. No, I don't mean in, no, no, no. I, I mean in detail. I, I want to know. You can't unless you've been to medical school. Now, those of you that have been to medical school uh, that do understand how to go get on an airliner by buying a ticket and getting on the airliner, explain to me just exactly how that, uh, that turbine engine operates. Now, you need to know this before you get on the airplane, right? No, you don't need to know that. And, and you don't get on the airplane and say, okay, airplane, uh, uh, okay, engine, uh, give me some power and I'll, I'll give you some fuel. No, it don't work like that. You don't have to understand these things to work them. If the Word says it and Jesus said it, amen, then when you do what He says, what He says come to pass. So you begin to say, glory to God. Whoo, that happens to me all the time. Right. Well, now, wait a minute. Uh, 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 hold it back up. Are you a tither? Well, no. 
well, then what happened to her is not going to happen to you anytime because she's a tither. Well, yes, Brother Copeland, but I'm a tither, but I don't quite agree with her. I think we need to be tithing just on the net. Well, in the first place, that's unscriptural, but you're going to have to get what she got. You're going to have to do what she did, which what she did, she changed from being unscriptural to being scriptural. She didn't understand tithing. Well, you see, I just believe that tithing's been done away with. That don't make any difference if you believe that. It hasn't been done away with. Mm. That's right. It's tithing started in the Garden of Eden. Tithing is all the way through to the book of Hebrews, the seventh chapter. And there he receiveth tithes of whom it is witnessed he liveth. One translation said, he liveth forever. Jesus is the high priest that receives tithe. Amen. So when, in, in order to get what the blessing of the Lord other people are receiving, then you have to do what the other people are doing when what they're doing is scriptural and that's behind what they receive. Uh, I heard the story of, of uh, three women that uh, were members of a church that's pastored by a good friend of mine. And he was talking about them and he said they were just absolutely wonderful friends, did everything together, and all three of them way overweight. And they just did everything together. Man, just, just real good friends. One of them made the decision. She said, listen, I, I, I just, I, I, this is wrong. I, I know I ought not be doing this. And she began to pray and seek God, and she got a plan from God, and she became determined, and she did what she needed to do. She changed her diet. She started exercising. She started carrying out with the help of the Lord, receiving direction from the Lord. And this is a woman of faith. She used her faith and did it, and she lost the weight, trimmed down, made the other two mad. <laughs> made them mad. Why? They got jealous of her. All you got to do is do what she did. That's right. Amen. God's no respecter of persons. Anybody can do it. It ain't easy. That's not, if it's easy, everybody be doing it. But it's doable by grace, by faith, and by the power and support of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. This is good stuff. Mm. Gloria and I will be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.